For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Give attention to my words. Wow. Are you clapping for Jesus for this beautiful day? I just have to put this in perspective that today is also Mother's Day. Accept that. Accept that. Accept that. We cannot mix 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 one has to outshine the other the bible says you cannot serve two masters you either hate one and love the other or you despise the other so honestly it's not that we don't love our mothers mothers you know we love you and so um, i hope maybe some, some towards the end maybe some mothers can help cut the cake maybe that will mean but today we are celebrating our father our pastor our teacher our founder our prophet our chief apostle bishop And so along the line, we'll be praying for him and um, get one or two testimonies by the grace of God of how lives have been, I mean, so many lives have been tied by him. I don't think we can start, even just that you are standing here is, is a touch. His life is what has given us all this beautiful cathedral that we are enjoying. And this great ministry that is blessing millions. And I believe that um, it's in order today to do what we have to do. And so uh, let us pray. At least let's begin with a prayer. Father, thanks a million for the wonderful privilege you have given us. You have afforded us to be together again. Serving you, worshipping you, loving you. We ask you to have your way today. Guide us by your word and establish your purposes in our lives. In Jesus' name. Today, open our eyes to see marvelous things in your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. And so, just for a brief moment, my message is more like an introduction. Because the, the main thing is the video but I'm going to preach for just a few minutes and then we'll watch the video and pray for our prophet and then cut a cake at the second service we are going to have an ordination service for some of our pastors to commemorate the day and also for your info there are free audio books 
like the books of Bishop Dagwood Mills that we read has an audio format where it's like somebody reads to you. So those of you who don't read much or can't read or don't like reading or don't read fast like me, an audio book will be very helpful. In fact, you will see that it's, it's the, the book is being read to you and you are listening to it. Sometimes it sounds like preaching and sometimes it's like news that you are hearing and then sometimes it's like Bishop talking to you. And so um, it's now through the kind courtesy of Bishop Dagwood Mills himself, we have been given 60 of these books. There are 100 books, but 60 of them have been put on audio, um, audio books for free. Today, I don't know whether it's going to last after today, but at least today. So you can download them. There's a link that has been shared, I believe, on several platforms. If you haven't got a link, you can ask your neighbor and give him your number or somebody who knows your number to send you these audio files to help you in your quiet time. Sometimes when you are bathing, as the Ghana water is washing your body, the water of the word is also washing you and making you whole. Is it a good idea? Clap for Jesus one more time. Now, for just um, a couple of minutes, my message this morning is entitled The Timing of Honor. The Timing or Timeliness of Honor. Honor and Timing. Let's look at Luke 7 verse 36. The Timing of Honor. Alright, Luke 7.36 is a very short, small point to be and then after that we watch our documentary and the service will be over. And one of the Pharisees desired him that he would eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to meet. And behold, a woman in the city which was a sinner when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment and stood at his feet behind him, weeping, and began to wash his feet with tears and did wipe them with the hairs of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment and when the pharisee which had bidden him saw it he spake within himself saying this man if he were a prophet would have known who and what manner of woman this is that toucheth him for she was she is a sinner and jesus answering said unto him because god jesus can always read your thoughts and decipher what is in your heart. And Jesus answering him said unto him, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto thee. And he saith, Master, say on. Somebody say, say on. There was a certain creditor which had two debtors. The one owed 500 pence. The other 50. And when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. Tell me, 
Therefore, which of them will love him most? Simon answered and said, I suppose that that he to whom he forgave most. And he said unto him, Thou hast rightly judged. And he turned to the woman and said unto Simon, Seest thou this woman? I entered into thine house, and thou gavest me no water for my feet. But she hath washed my feet with tears, and wiped them with the hairs of her head. Thou gavest me no kiss. But this woman, since the time I came in, hath not ceased to kiss my feet. My head with oil thou didst not anoint. But this woman hath anointed my feet with ointment. Wherefore I say unto you, her sins which are many are forgiven. My God, for she hath loved much. She loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. And he said unto her, Thy sins are forgiven. And, and, and they that sat at meat with him began to say within themselves, Who is this that forgiveth sins also? And he said to the woman, Thy faith has saved thee. Go in peace. Amen. Are you, are you listening to the reading of the scriptures? Now, the Bible says that Jesus um, sat at table at a place where he had been invited for dinner. And while he was sitting down, a sinner woman, a woman who was laden with sin, everybody knew her. I don't know whether she was an adulterer or she was, I mean, a drug addict or some kind of... But, the way they describe her as a sinner, by all means, fornication will be inside, adultery will be inside. I don't know whether she was a thief, but you know, a woman that they are saying is a sinner, we all know the categories of sin. Is that not so? And last week I was showing you that one of the sins of the Bible is forgetfulness. And um, that's when we notice, but I don't think that it's because she had been forgetting that they said she was a sinner. I think she was involved in one of these big five sins that we know about, which are what? Which are what? Oh, you mind me. Pardon? Oh, you mind me. You don't know the big five sins. Fornication and adultery. We'll put them into one. Lying, stealing, murder. And what else? <laughs> eh? Idolatry. Okay. Idol worship. Okay. Yeah. These are big, big ones. So when somebody even has to confess the sins and is not in any of these five, they don't have any sin to commit. It's like, I don't have any sin to commit. I have not done any wrong. What about pride? Do you see? What about envy? What about jealousy? What about backbiting? What about bearing false witness? Saying something about someone that is not really the case. Do you see? So we get to a place where 
we seem to think that these are the main sins of the Bible and that if you haven't done any of these things, then you are very pure. But some of the ones that are not mentioned are the great eliminators from God's presence, like pride. Yes. And many people toy with pride as though because it's not one of the big five. Well, we have big five animals, isn't it? The big five elephant, lion, hippo, rhino. Is giraffe one of the big five? Like, is there a big five giraffe? Lion. Is lion not one of the big five? Ah, you have mentioned lion, elephant, hippo, rhino. Um, elephant. Elephant. We've mentioned elephant. And then what else? A what? A bear. Um, tiger. I think tiger is one of them. Anyway, there are big five. When you go to South Africa and these places where they have animals that you can look at. Yes. They, they, what are the big five? Did you get them? You don't have any. Okay. No problem. So, you would see that based on that, we also have our big five sins. And so most of us categorize sin in these, in these categories. And we apportion, it's like, what? You fornicated? How? Christian like you. Do you see? But nobody says, you are proud though. Hey, pride. Christian like you, you are proud. But we don't really, because it doesn't look like a big sin envy, jealousy. So we, 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 we have bought them and entertain. What about hurts and offenses? Bitterness. Bitterness. Something that can remove you from heaven and cast you into outer darkness. What about laziness? Did you know that <laughs> thou wicked and slothful servant Jesus says that wickedness and slothfulness, which is laziness, are sins that can lead you into outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And you like sleeping, it's like, media, that's how I am. That's how I was born. Media, I, I, I can't get up to do any meaningful work. <laughs> so I'm just saying to you that there are greater sins in the Bible that you may not categorize, but they are real. And so if you are spiritual, they mean a lot to you. When you are not spiritual, it's like you can just wave your hand home. Oh, what? Oh, media, leave me. <laughs> Something that the Bible says that God resists the proud and gives more grace to the humble. When you have it and somebody is pointing it out to you, you wave your hand and say, oh, leave me and let me manifest my pride. Do you see? So all these are very important things that you, you have to take note of. And we looked at forgetfulness. Forgetting people that have been good to you because God is not unrighteous to forget your labor. First of all, say your work and then your labor of love. So there is work and then there is labor of love. And so these are things you should not forget. That is why today we are remembering Bishop Doug Hayward Mills on his 60th birthday. Even though he's not here with us, we are celebrating him. Unfortunately, if he didn't wear white, but honestly, white is what you should have worn. I mean, because that's what we prescribed. 
Some places are doing colorful. So if you saw somebody's colorfulness and, and what the colorfulness, you have made a mistake. It's a white. Yes. I was actually doing white, white, and they said pastors who are preaching should wear this one. But his quotation is that I've been a Christian for so many years, serving the Lord and working in the church. Now I have a greater passion to serve, to love my Lord. God made the stars, the moon, and the sun. It's a song that he has composed. And this is one of the major quotations that he has brought up. So, brothers and sisters, I'm here today to tell you that there are people that deserve honor. And we've been sharing this for some time. And honoring our prophet, honoring our father is the right thing to do. And you ought to be happy about it. Yes, and celebrate it with great honors, with great gifts and honors and substance worthy of a giant of his stature. Yes. So if nobody tells you to give this amount or give that amount, you yourself should see that there must be a good amount you should bring. Prof, Aloje Nakai. Well, you, you owe him your very life. Because your born again experience, your serious Christian experience, yes. Your your doctorate, yes. Thirty years you have been in lighthouse, lighthouse baby jibo, yes. Yeah, you started take off in Legon, yes. Evangelistic that time there was no healing Jesus campaign. Take off was on campuses, and you were one of the first to make such a thing happen on campus. Professor Jibo. Because you are a professor, it's like nobody calls you professor without nothing. Uh-huh. So it's like, who is he? Hey! Specialist doctor of doctors. Doctor Wisdom Yevuja. Yes. You learned at his feet. When you were in the medical school? Yeah, he was three years ahead of me. And it's even his books that we read at that time. His notes that he has been doing. His so, notes that he was as a medical student. Even, yeah. even before we even talk about yeah. his prophetic yes. and uh, apost- apostolic yes. work that you are benefiting yes. from yes. up to today. Yes. Then no, now today you are a specialist. A specialist yeah. of what? In general surgery. General surgery. He can cut you open like this. Open you up like this and remove things and put things there and close it up and and tell you get up and go home. <laughs> Is that also? Yes, Bishop. Yes. Yeah. You see him like that. He's, yeah. He can cut, Papa, <laughs> and remove and replace and sew back. But look what the Lord has done through such a great man of God. And it's easy when you have grown and you are big and your bones are strong and people love you or people celebrate you or people respect you for you to think that such a person has no input in your life. And there are people who don't honor their fathers and mothers, biological or spiritual. I'm teaching you so you learn it. I'm teaching you so you practice it. If there's a father in your life, there's a mother in your life, there should be no expense spent, spared, spared. Do you understand? 
to demonstrate the love and the appreciation you have for such a gift in your life. Such a gift in your life. You wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Bishop Doug Heward Mills. Who would be in classrooms. I mean, this church was in a classroom for 12 years. Yes. For 12 good years, this branch of Lighthouse Chapel International, for those who were part of it at the beginning, 12 years, there was, there was, you were in classrooms. It was when I came on the 12th year or 13th year, that's, um, actually 13th year, that's when we, I moved the church to a hotel. You are in a classroom, if you remember. Today you are in a cathedral, you have made yourself as though you were always in a cathedral. And those of you who just came to meet the church, you may think that the church was born here. It was not born here. It was in a class. There used to be a man, Mr. Ofori. He was always writing to the church. Hey, you know, the hospital even behind Nyaho Clinic. It was always writing to the school. The church is making noise. Then they write to us. Hey, it was not easy for the church. And then this same bishop that came to the church and said, do you have, uh, do you people think, eh, you can find land and build a nice church. And the whole church shouted, Yes, we can. Yes, we can. But me, you know, I knew that this yes, we can that you are saying. Because they thought that he was going to now bring money for us to just build everything. But when I was transferred to the branch, he said to us that we are going to buy instruments with crisp sound. It will be beautiful. And then the church will be very nice. So he told Pastor Eddie, who used to be the pastor of the church, that Bishop Eddie is coming to Pastor. We are, we are going to buy instruments with crisp sound. So the music will be nice in the church. The preaching will be nice in the church. Bishop Eddie is coming to your church. Do you understand? So me, when I said we are going to buy, me, I asked him that the money for the instruments, how? Then he said, oh, when you go, raise funds. So it's like, the people you are going to look at their faces and receive money from them to buy the instruments. So when he came to say that, can you find land and buy land and build a church? And the church shouted, yes! I said the yes some, but my yes, I was looking on the ground. <laughs> I was saying yes, but I, was, I started calculating immediately. This is my members. And, and we're at airport. So our first point of call was airport and its environs for a land and a church building. And it was not an easy price to buy even one plot of land. $200,000 per plot. And you cannot build a church on only one plot. So you have to buy two plots. That's 400,000. Three plots. 600. If I, it, it, it had gone up. By the time we're ready to buy, it was like 300 to 350 per plot. Millions. Hey! And the people were looking at me that we are going to buy. So we are going to buy. You are the one going to buy that. And by the grace of God, and through his prophetic word, he guided us to buy this land. And what was just, can you find land and build a cathedral? We are in the cathedral. We have found the land. We have built the church. We are enjoying the church. We are experiencing it. As you are experiencing it, don't forget. Do not forget. 
that we didn't just appear here. And don't put pressure on us for us to feel proud that we built the church. We didn't build the church. You didn't build the church. You didn't. It was his prophetic word. And even his input, guidance, design, architecture, everything. As we are sitting here, your father has blessed you, paid your fees, everything. Now that you are grown, boys like you, girls like you, you have become some hardened criminal. Always fighting your father. Making him feel that he's not a responsible man. No matter who you are, what your father has done for you, hasn't done for you. Just that you are, your, your presence, like you are a human being, you too came, is enough for you to honor him for the rest of your life. All the days of your life. If you read Bishop Saki's post on Facebook, you will hear him say how if his father didn't really was not in his life when he was conceived he tells the testimony of how his father asked that he be aborted and the mother went they went to a pharmacy and so on and they, they got medicine to abort the baby but after three months the baby was not aborted and so they, they went back to the pharmacy and then they found out that he had wrongly prescribed the medicine so the medicine to abort was not the medicine he was given they were rather giving medicine to strengthen the baby so as he was, and he grew up being told the story. So as he was growing up, he had such strong animosity towards his father. And I knew him from university when I went to first year and I knew him here. He, his father was not in his life. When he was in secondary school, he was always owing school fees. Always. And he did well to common entrance. So the fees to pay was just a small margin. And even that small one, they couldn't get to pay for him. Because the mother was looking after three, three strong boys who eat a lot. <laughs> and so, by the time he was in his second year, third year, it's like this man has not, he had not seen him, has not related with him for so long that he, he, his, he, he has strengthened himself in the, the bitterness. And here came Bishop Dagwood Mills. And said to him that you have to go and reconcile to your father. Who didn't look after you? Who didn't pay your fees? Who never made an input in your life? But go and honor him. He was so surprised at such an instruction. And Bishop, he said, Bishop gave him a word of money. Money like this. That go and give to your father and honor. He said, ah! I mean... Somebody must be crazy. I mean, how can it be possible that I would do such a thing? But in obedience, he went. Reluctantly though, he went. And from that day, he patched up with his father. And rather looked after his father, cared for his father, ministered to his father, till the day his father left this earth. Do you see? And today... He's honoring and thanking Bishop Dagwood Mills for making him go look for his father who never made an input in his life. And you are sitting here saying that, eh, me, I don't know why I should honor my father or I don't know why my mother ran away when I was born. It was only my grandmother. I don't have any mother again. Hey, sister, 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 you are a girl. Oh. You are a girl. Let me talk to you like a local boy. You are a girl, oh. 
Straighten your face and do what is right. Before you hear that your father has died or your mother has died, then you say that good riddance. You don't look after people. That's how your end will be. And then when he dies, I, I don't have any input to make for the funeral because he never made any input in my life. I don't see why I should spend even one Ghana for him. And there are people like talking like that. You are sitting here. But you see, the scripture says you should honor your father and your mother because it has two blessings. Your days, it will be well with you, number one. It will be well with you. And then your days will be long upon this earth. If you like these two blessings, you must straighten yourself, overcome your bitterness, and go back and say, I've not been happy, I've, not, I've been sad all my life because of our relationship, but from today, I change it. From today, I, I complete you 10. Daddy, God bless you. Thank you for being there. I don't know what brought, brought me to this point. I brought us to this point. I brought you to this point. I don't know. And I don't want you to tell me any story. It's enough that you are my father. You are my mother. Oh. That day, um, a spiritual, like a cloud will be parted. And the glory of God will shine on your face. In a way that you have never experienced it. And that blessing will follow you till you die. Clap for Jesus. So now, here we are in this passage in um, Luke chapter what? Seven. And somebody is honoring Jesus powerfully. And the one who invited Jesus officially is not happy at the way this woman is celebrating Jesus lavishly pouring a very expensive ointment at his feet let me take you even to John chapter 12 there is an aspect of this this one is also another experience that Jesus had of being honored in a very special way And there's something I want you to take note of because it's very important. Then Jesus, verse 1, six days before the Passover came to Bethany where Lazarus was which had been dead whom he raised from the dead. There they made him a supper and Martha served but Lazarus was one of them that sat at the table with him. Then took Mary a pound of ointment of spikenard. Very costly. Somebody say, very costly. costly. And anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. Beautiful. And the house was filled with the odor. The whole, it's like people could smell it. People could feel it and people could see it. Whole house was filled with the order, the order of the of the ointment. Then said one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, which should also betray him. Why was not this ointment sold for three hundred pence and given to the poor? 
This he said not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the bag and bare what was put therein. Then said Jesus, watch this one. Listen, this is what I want you to take note of. Let her alone. Let her alone. Why? Because against the day of my burying hath she kept this. Against the day of my burying has she kept this. For the poor always ye have with you, but me ye have not always. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The, the timing of honor is very crucial. So to see how this plays out, Jesus is sitting at the table. He's alive. He's not dead. And here comes a woman with an alabaster box full of ointment. The Bible says very costly because they are grades of perfumes. Ointments. They are grades. There are perfumes that cost 200 Ghana or 50 Ghana. But there are perfumes that can cost up to 1,000 US dollars. That is a, a bottle, small one like this, 100 mils, 1,000 US dollars. 1,200, 1,350. When you bring it into Ghana monies, it's about what? That's without duty. That's about 13,000, if even just only $1,000. That's how much? About 12,200, 13,000. But if we add duty and everything, bringing it here to come and sell in Ghana, that's like, I don't know, about 30,000 or something like that. So you think about it that somebody gives you a bottle, small one like this, and he says it's 30,000. Ghana boy will say, ah! perfume you should have given me the money <laughs> ah, 30,000 what why did you buy I don't need such perfume I need the money <laughs> I could have bought a land at Pukrom with it and started a foundation <laughs> that's what you would have thought so this Judas was sitting by and he spoke like many people speak today why was this uh, uh, what was it oh why was not this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor it's that why do you celebrate this man so much why do you give such why do you lavish him with such powerful gifts and such expensive things why what's the point eh? there are poor people who have not eaten there are many orphans in many homes who have no food to eat and look at one man you have poured this expensive thing on him we should have given it to the poor that's why many people think that way Oh, what we are doing for this man. Oh, this car that we have bought for this president, it can buy 50 cars for other ministers. Because we don't appreciate that a person can be blessed with such gifts that is so costly that it can feed many poor people. The Ghanani, when he wants to really honor someone, uh, 200. Uh, he doesn't want to give you something that can be used for 200 people. 
or something that can be used for 5,000 people or something that 10,000 people can enjoy. Only you, they are giving it to you. It's too much waste. I think there's a version that says, to what purpose is this waste? Yes. Even that, when you are giving such an expensive thing, to what purpose is this waste? This one is too useless. It's not a good thing. Yes. To what purpose is Matthew 26, 7. Matthew 26. I'm showing you the timeliness of the honor is very crucial. There came unto him a woman... Okay, very. Let, let's go to verse five or six. Yeah, that, verse five or six. Verse five or six. Now, when Jesus was in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, so now this is the Luke one. Is the, there's a, there's a, another account of it. Simon the leper, and the Bible says that there came unto him a woman having an alabaster box of very precious ointment and poured it on his head as he sat at meat. It seems like Jesus experienced this thing a number of times yes because they are not the same account yes this one was lazarus's house and this one was uh, uh, simon's house and the women were different but everybody came with something expensive but when the disciples saw it the disciples who disciples who walk around jesus when they said they had indignation or anger saying to what purpose is this waste for this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. So it seems like not only Judas even was making this type of complaints. When Jesus understood it, he said unto them, Why trouble ye the woman? For she hath wrought a good work upon me. Beautiful. A good work upon me. 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 Honoring a person is a good work upon him. For ye have the poor always with you, but me ye have not always. Is there another verse? For in that she had poured this ointment on my head, she did it for my burial. He's not dead, oh. He is alive. And he's saying that this woman has honored the thing she has done is for her burial. I will show you something. Look at um, Luke 24. Luke 24. Start from verse 1. Verse 1. He says, Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning. Very early when? They, they came upon unto the sepulchre, bringing the spices which they had prepared, and setting others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulchre. Oh, who is this guy doing the scriptures? And they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. Because now that Jesus has died and has been buried, eh, he was buried on Friday, they are now coming on, on, on Sunday early in the morning, bringing perfume, this costly ointment, you are now bringing it to come and pour on the body. The body, when they came, he was gone. He was gone. It is too late. It was 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 too late. You came with your costly ointment, but it was too late. You came with your expensive perfume, but it was too late. You came now. Now you recognize that he is worth 
he's worth spices and ointments and much honor but it's too late there are people who regret when their mother passes oh i was going to call her who call call keke every day you won't call now that the person has gone you are now crying that i should have called I should have told my mother that I love her. I should have told her that I appreciate her. I should have told her that I honor her. I should have told her that she's important in my life. But it's too late. The first day, the Sunday morning, that's when they came, the women, with their spices. When he was alive and somebody was doing it, you said it was too much. It was It was waste. It was unnecessary. But there will come a time when the the reality will dawn on you and it will strike you that you have missed the opportunity to honor a great person. I pray for you that it's never too late. It's never too late. So for every one of us, look in your life. Is there a father figure? Somebody who has been good to you in your life? Do you see? You are now going to wait when the person dies you are now going to write tributes. You know, and say, oh, you know, when this man was alive, how he was important, he, he told me, he's the first person to tell me this. He's the one who paid this fees for me. He's the one who, oh, my God, I don't know. Then, as you are reading your tribute, you can't, you can't speak. Now you are crying. <laughs> <laughs> then the whole church will be quiet, then they'll be saying, oh, he really loves the man. He really loves the woman. Ah, my God. When my mother was alive, by the grace of God, I did what was necessary for a woman of her stature and for her input in my life. I did. I organized the house for her before, long before she could die. My own, my savings. I didn't even have a house. I didn't have a land. But it was, the timing was important for her to get that property. And I said, it doesn't matter what I don't have. She can have it. And I did. Long, long before. It's not even in contention. There's nothing like, ah, I am the one who bought this. So it's, it's, it's not for her. It's for her. It's for her. It's her, it's her property. She can give, she give, give it to whomsoever she, she wills. When she even died, I told my, my brother, we are, we are only three. I told my sister, you are married, you have your own house. Me too, I'm married, I have my own house. Our brother doesn't have a house. Give the house to him. Let him have it. You are comfortable. You are not coming to struggle with your... You will not honor your mother that way. Because if your mother was alive, he, he even made him come and stay with her. With his wife and children. And at the time when she couldn't look after herself, they were looking after her. So if she had the eyes and the, <laughs> the life to, to, to even apportion, she said, oh, let him stay here. That's what she would say. So now that she has died, to honor her, you have to do what is right and not now you are fighting over property. Some of you, you are dishonoring your father, your mother by the fight you have over the property. The fight is too much. You know if your father was here that he would not like you to have such a struggle. Sometimes you even have a house. You have houses. 
one that is there be from your sister or brother who doesn't have anything has gone to stay there hey she should pay rent she should pay whatever the house is not for her alone what is this oh what is that what is that and one day you see that you become then you die then you leave the property well you can't go with it Somebody is listening to me on sweet melodies. What I'm saying is affecting you directly. And the Lord is not, I, I'm not the one saying, but the Lord is the one talking to you. And the Lord is the one speaking to you. So, do what is right. So that God can have mercy on you. Yes. You are coming on the first day of the week. Now with your spices. Oh Jesus, oh dear Jawai. Oh Jesus, who did you leave us with? Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Such a young man at the age of 33. You have taken him in the midst of his years. Gone too soon. Hey, bring the spices, bring the spices. Then they went and they pushed that thing. Then the, 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 the stone rolled out. Then they came. Oh, Jesus, our spices are here. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to anoint my Jesus. Ah, hey, where is he? Ah, excuse me. Is this not his grave? He said, that's his grave. Where have they put him? Who has transferred him from here? Nobody has transferred him. He has transferred himself. Transferred himself. And that's why it's not only when he's 60. It's not only when even it's a birthday. But as Sometimes when God has blessed you, that's when you can do it. But when God has blessed you, it may not be the birthday, it may not be the whatever, but you say, oh, sorry, it's not, if it was your birthday, I would have done this. You see, that's the mistake we often make. The day you have money, you say you won't honor because it's not the time. The day is the time you say you don't have money. So I like what my friend, Bishop Bempa, said to me when it was my birthday on the 1st of 22nd. The, uh, the, the, the 2002 the first of January 2002 and when the day was approaching he called me and asked me that this birthday that is coming is it your 60th or it is the next one I said oh, it is the next one 2023 not 2022 he says oh okay okay we have to prepare you see we have to prepare which means that the person recognizes me in a way and has such high regard and esteem of me to the point where a year before he is preparing for my 60th birthday oh and when the day came and i saw what he did i saw that yes this is this involves one year preparation this one is not something that you can just it's like oh ah uh, hey it's a uh, bishop 60 year old yay happy birthday happy birthday happy birthday hey um, yeah, uh, some, uh, our widow's might. Let's go and give our widow's might to show our honor. And then maybe one day when he's gone, 
Then now you are coming with. They say, Oh, I want to take the coffin. <laughs> bishop, you know, is it possible if I'm alive then? then? Oh, Bishop, is it possible for me to take the coffin? I've ordered wreath from the UK, from Switzerland, fresh flowers, big one. I want to bring it. It cost 10,572 uh, Swiss. No, Swiss, right? Did they use euros now? They use euro. Swiss, Switzerland, they, do they use euro? Swiss francs. They haven't changed. Are they still? Swiss, Switzerland. They are still using, hey, wow. Swiss francs. And it's powerful. I think it's about the same value as the dollar or even stronger. You bring it from Switzerland. I, 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 I hear he comes from uh, Basel. His, his, his mother's hometown is Basel. So I've ordered the flowers from his hometown. They are bringing it 10,000 and then there will be some small duty on it. It will come to about 13,500. It's not a problem. I've covered it. We talk like that and we are like that when people die. It's when your father has died that you are coming to buy a big coffin. You are coming to do great this thing and make a reception with food. People come and eat. Hire people with a band, live band. When he was alive, he never saw KFC before. Never, never. You never bought KFC and say, Daddy, do you have you heard of KFC? Bibia Bagana, I have a friend in KFC. If you are America, ma'am, and I be Drew Hanum. Me Tobia, my Odia Kawano, my Wonswa Kase, Metiasi, Minya KFC D. Frankie's ice cream. Your father likes fan ice from farm milk. Oh, daddy, it's not good for your health. Eh, at his age, is it not that he's going on diet? Let him eat what he feels like eating. Daddy, well, uh, daddy, well, well, it will affect your teeth. Daddy, you, you, you get a, what do you call it? Uh, you are lactose intolerant. Eh? I don't want you to suffer all these things. Daddy, you, it's not good for you. Meanwhile, you can go to Frankie's with your children and buy pistachio, hazelnut flavor, vanilla flavor, strawberry flavor, huh? bubble gum flavor, bubble blue flavor. There's some bluish one. I don't know what. Is that the bubble gum? Bubble gum flavor. Caramel flavor, mango flavor, almond flavor, coffee flavor. You can buy about 12 different flavors. Now, Ukraine is. I'm going to bless my children. But the Lord is telling you that long before an, an, a person to be honored in your life goes off the scene, learn to honor when they can see. When you must say the things they can hear when they are alive. Say the things they can hear. Say I love you. Say I appreciate you. Say you are important in my life. But every day, social altercations, exchanges, talking, lifting of your voice. And then when the person dies, now your voice is calm. Oh, daddy. Miss you already. My 
whole church should be quiet saying that oh what great love but the father never heard these words ever rather hey she always wants money uh, that money I, I thought i just gave you 200 last week ah 200 last week you have spent 5000 from last week till today 200 who cop tok 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 since you gave him monthly 200 from 5 years ago you have not topped it up anyway this is all time will allow me so i believe that you have heard the timing of honor the timing of honor it must be done in a timely manner before it is too late so brothers and sisters i'll pause here to give you a chance to watch um is is the message and god willing next week we'll give you a part two of it and then the following uh, Sunday will give you a part three of it. Yes. That will be the swollen Sunday. We'll give you a part three of it. And then the first week in June will give you a part four. There are four parts. So. Um, we have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the Word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy. Do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30am and 10.30am. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.